0: Hello, and welcome to ABB Energy Pod, your bite-sized updates from the energy sector. Hi, I'm Colin Ward. I sit in the global leadership team, and I look after the chemical and refining uh, sectors, which comprise petrochemical, basic chemical, pharmaceutical, and speciality chemical. Uh, The topic today is really centered around collaboration and what we are doing to help decarbonize the chemical and refining sector. The chemical sector continues to be kind of leading the various heavy industries. We see our capex in the neighborhood of $460 billion annually. So clearly a growing sector and we're seeing this in our numbers as well. We expect the chemical and refining sectors to continue to grow at roughly 4% CAGR over the next three to five years, and this is a continuation uh, starting back in 2017. So the chemical and refining sector's current contribution to emissions, it's not something we should be proud of at the moment, but it is something we're taking action against. So if you go back to the 2020 numbers, we're looking at around 920 megatons, And we're looking also to recognize a decrease in those numbers uh, going into 2030. So we would anticipate to be roughly 10% off of the 2020 numbers by 2030. Uh, This is already in motion as we're now in 2022. And if you wanna kind of stack us up against the oil and gas heavy industries, we're currently ranked third as it relates to uh, global presence or global offenders as it relates to CO2 emissions. The good news is that the industries have traditionally had trouble aligning and becoming early adopters as it relates to new tech and problem solving. But that, that's not the case here. Now, all arrived at the same point where we recognize there's a problem. Um, we're taking smart steps to address the problem. And I think the responsible companies have a plan in place as it relates to carbon emission goals and energy transition. So is there evidence that the chemical and refining industries want to make a transition? I would say yes. We're seeing 80 to 90 percent of the industry now has a sustainability plan. There's clearly collaboration around this topic that our industry has never seen before. You know, in the last two to three years, basically all the majors have arrived at the same point. ABB's role in decarbonization and sustainability looks like really three large pillars. The first pillar is, what can we do to help electrify various parts of the industry that historically had been coal-powered or gas-powered or something like this? The second piece really relates to replacing traditional crude feedstock with more of a bio feedstock. So this could be cooking oil or some type of grease with the same quality yield downstream coming out of the plant. And then the development and deployment of low carbon and process, right? So what are we doing in the hydrogen sector and what we're doing in carbon capture? So ABB is supporting decarbonization of the chemical and refining sector in various ways. The first point to understand, we've had a leadership role in technology with our end users for for decades, Um, so we have some responsibility for our installed systems, which happen to be the largest footprint globally. What we're doing in this leadership space is looking for ways to eliminate CO2, drive uh, efficiencies around consumption. Uh, We have some numbers in the 30 to 40% range around this. And then what benefit to the actual product? So is the product yield and the quality of the product better? So we identified in our strategy an opportunity to bring e-cracking to market. We chose a partner in Coolbrook. It's been a wonderful relationship. We're advancing this technology together with some of our most critical and largest end users. When you're talking about a reduction of 300 million megatons, when you're talking about not just decreasing CO2, but eliminating CO2, you really have brought to market something that's special. We have a tremendous opportunity in front of us, and to meet 2050 targets, we're going to have to make improvements to existing technology and also bring technologies to market that are yet to be developed. Our industries probably are more mature today than they have been in the past, and sustainability as unique of a challenge that it is. What's clear to all of us is we cannot arrive at a solution uh, alone. So the partnership between the EPC, between the end user, between vendors, even among competitors is really at an all time high. And this is great for industry and frankly good for society because it will allow us to address the problem in the most efficient with the most ready solution as we look at the next 30 years. I'd like to give two real world examples that I think are relatable to all of us. The first one is around bioplastics and the fact that we have already delivered systems in the field today to address the production of bioplastics in a more sustainable way and to break those materials down so that there's reuse and sustainability uh, through plastics and recycling. The bioplastics project alone has the potential to produce 70,000 tons of sustainable plastic per year. And this is one single site. Another good example of this is taking things that we all have in our house or we have in restaurants like cooking oils and fats, and using that in place of crude feedstock to actually produce jet fuel at a high yield equivalent, and in some cases, higher than your traditional crude feedstock. So the hydrogen sector is another important aspect to sustainability. And we're currently working with a company called Plug Power that will produce biofuels and own and operate the largest greenfield hydrogen plant contained in the United States. Collaboration gives rise to new business models and new technologies and will help us advance the energy transition. We have a tremendous opportunity here. We have a responsibility also as it relates to the folks we care about. And if we put ourselves in the room to solve the problem together, we can make a world of difference. A new episode of ABB Energy Pod goes live each week right here. Subscribe and stay up to date by following the instructions on the page. Hope that today's episode of ABB Energy Pod was useful. The next update from the team here at ABB Energy Industries will be available next week. See you here.